Hello, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, ladies, and some lady gentlemen. I know you're out there. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Alexander Rodriguez, here on the rocks where celebrities and cocktails mix. Tonight, we have our very own uh, sexy version of The View. I mean, The View can only get sexier. Hello, Joy Behar. Uh, <laughs> uh, when Palm Springs comes to Hollywood, uh, with MyCityEveryday.com correspondent Tiffany Welch here. Also from Infusion Beach Club, we have Matt Rogers and Stephen Hansen, also with entertainment backgrounds. And back by popular demand, we have our very own pop culture correspondent, Stephen Daler and his recap of RuPaul's DragCon and a week in pop culture. Let the drinking begin! Thank you for being Life is a banquet and most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On the Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities, and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and, and that's about it. So pop a court, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On the Rocks, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Uh, this show is a little bit different than what we've done, although we did this about two months ago where we have like business and entertainment. So we're going to talk about uh, marketing, uh, strategy, uh, health and beauty, looks from Coachella, RuPaul. Who knows what we're going to talk about? Um, and there is so much straightness in this room. Usually it's like <laughs> flip-flop. Like my hair is like ready to straighten itself. Like I don't need that Brazilian uh, straightener. Um, <laughs> Kurt, I'm, I bet you're happy it's, it's finally straight. <laughs> But well, I guess. I well, because you have to deal with it, usually with still, like drag queens and like glitter bombs. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yes. So, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I mean, I am married. This show's so. for you. Yes. Oh. Yes, Kurt. We know you're straight. We can just look at your outfit and know. <laughs> Today's show is presented, as always, by Infusion Beach Club, coming to Palm Springs in the next few months. Hello to our listeners around the nation on iHeartRadio, Universal Broadcasting Network, Player FM, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Satchel, iTunes, and of course we are being streamed on Facebook Live on Hillcrest Social in San Diego, True FM in Ohio, Hello Gays in Ohio, and nationally on Reverie Network. So glad to see you. Uh, Mama Rose, my mom is in the chat room on UBNRadio.com and on Facebook. She's answering all your questions. She's been getting very sassy in the chat room. So, you know, she's telling kids stories about me and all that. Uh-uh. Anyway, say hi to Mama Rose. Kurt, um, do you have a pun for us today? Of course. I always have a pun for you. Oh, God. I, I want to apologize to everybody in advance. <laughs> Go ahead with your pun, Kurt. It's a quick one, actually. So, yeah. Good. Did, did you hear they're no, uh, no longer making yardsticks any longer? <laughs> 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 you know, Kurt, we have visitors from Australia here. They're they're about to like declare war on us right now okay. for that. Mm -hmm. Kurt, where do you find these, by the way? <laughs> like in my mind, you go buy like these pun books. Uh, you know, I've been told that I should buy one of those actually. But so. like, you have so many on your own. Well, I mean, it it I accumulated them over time with, from different people. Your kids are gonna hate you, Kurt. Yeah, probably. You're I gonna be care. like the embarrassment in the PTA. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up on On the Rocks, we have John Barrowman uh, from Doctor Who and Torchwood. Uh, we love him. He's he's fabulous. Queer as Folks, Peter Page is coming in. And for Gilligan Islands fan, we have Mary Ann from the island is coming in. And I don't know who else is obsessed with the show. I'm obsessed with the show Hoarders. Has, is anybody here obsessed? <laughs> I mean, I know a few. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? But I'm obsessed with this show. It's so good. We have Dr. Robin Zazio coming in to talk about hoarders. Um, also, to mix it up, we have an episode in a few weeks with your favorite adult film stars for a PG episode where we talk about the personalities behind the 
camera. <laughs> All right. Coming up, you can catch On the Rocks in your neighborhood. Overboard is here. It's the largest Long Beach Pride party on the Queen Mary, Saturday, May 20th. Uh, you can go to overboardlbc.com to get tickets, or you can email info at ontherocksradioshow.com to get your VIP boarding pass. It is the party uh, for Long Beach. And San Diego, San Diego, I'm coming for you. Uh, out at the fair uh, with Hillcrest Social, uh, we take over the San Diego Fair from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. I'm there for the whole day on stage MC next to the beer garden. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> that's June 10th. Join me in San Diego. You can see my live streams I'll be doing all day. Performances by Pepper Mache, Kitty Brucknell, uh, Ricky Rebel, and many, many others. OC Pride, I'm performing June 24th at OC Pride on the uh, Pride Speak stage at 4 p.m. We've already talked about that time slot. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Columbus Pride, I'll be in Columbus uh, mid-July, and I'll be emceeing and live-streaming with Megan Mullally from Will and Grace. We love her. Let me introduce our panel for today. Of course, uh, returning is our resident pop culture correspondent, Stephen Daler, also a runway and print model that has represented every brand you can think of and is also a master pianist. I have to say pianist really, like, you know, pianist. <laughs> my, brother, my brother, when I was a kid, used to be like, ha-ha, you're a pianist. Yeah, that's like a joke. That's was like, But every time I say that, I giggle to myself. Like, that's how immature I am. Um, this weekend, he was there firsthand representing Marco Marco uh, Fashion at DragCon, uh, which drew LGBT luminaries from all over the nation, including RuPaul himself. Uh, Matt Rogers is here. Matt Rogers, only one T. Like, you couldn't one spring T. for the extra T? Uh, father didn't know how to spell Matthew. Are you serious? That's not true. Is that true? That's serious. So do people just say your name different? Like Matt? Like Matt? Matt? Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> Bless you. Matthew. Anytime you say his name tonight, we have to go Matt. <laughs> that, that's it. I, mean, I always have to sneeze at you yeah, and then Matt. drink. And then, yeah. <laughs> be that, that'll game. be our drinking word for, for, for today. Matt. Okay. Um, it's the operating project manager of Infusion Beach Club, a luxury Las Vegas-style experience coming to Palm Springs this year. Also, an avid bodybuilder, I found out. We have pictures. Uh-oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he has traveled the nation learning all aspects of hospitality and nightlife industry and is involved in every aspect of Infusion Club's project development, including marketing and, uh, analysis, concept design, planning and construction, hiring. I would love to be part of the hiring for uh, like a beach <laughs> thing, and public affairs. Um, I have no idea what I just said with all that analysis and concept. I'm like, what? <laughs> Hire me. <laughs> also join us is Steven with PH, Steven Hansen uh, from New York. And he's, he's got that New York like, mm, I'm going to drink and not drink. What do you care? Like, he's got like that kind of attitude going on. Um, he has a passion in the inter- entertainment industry and a background in finance and investment banking. He has secured financing and executive produced four films including Guillermo del Toro's The Captured Bird and soon after he became head of production for Bite Size TV helping them become the sixth largest internet content creator in the world and help them create their first Fox TV show which was Hollywood uh, Today Live which featured my nemesis Russ Matthews uh, <laughs> now he is CEO they hired him and now the show's canceled just so everybody knows uh, <laughs> I'm kidding I love you Ross <laughs> now he is CEO of his own studio S- Silience Studio. I thought it was Silence, but it's Silience Studio. I'm impressed you got that. Yeah, Silience. I I, I sound fancier just saying Silience. Everybody say it. Silience. Silience. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of excitement for this show. I feel, like, I feel like I want a Silient Pizza. Like Cillian. it sounds like something like. <laughs> yeah, like a Silient Pizza. That's, From that's, Sicily. That's a Silient. Oh, there you go. That's a Silient. <laughs> hey, you can say any type of pizza, and, and I'm in. It could be like. Uh, what, what does that mean? Silience. Uh, it's it's from a book of obscure sorrows. This guy created a book that um, essentially has all these creative words in it, and a silience is one of them, and it means underground creative. 
So the whole the whole essence of the studio is like underground creative, finding creatives outside of the norm. Well, I think it's a wise choice because I think um, the next child that Kim Kardashian has, they're going to name it Silient. And so you're going to be like in good <laughs> company. Perfect. Um, owning your own studio, uh, his dream of story t storytelling has become an everyday reality. We're going to talk all about how you create content. In fact, we have a video uh, from one of the one of the commercials that you filmed that we're going to look at. Um, Alexandra Miklosova was supposed to be here. She is caught in traffic. Um, if she comes in, I have her lengthy resume here. She's fabulous from Palm Springs. But we got my girl Tiffany. Tiffany Hi. and I have spent so much time together, we professionally have. and not. We <laughs> live streamed together New Year's Eve from Palm Springs. We, we live streamed from five different locations. Mm -hmm. With mycityeveryday.com, you're a regular correspondent for mycityeveryday.com. Yes, um, and it's 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 a daily vlog out there uh, that covers, uh, and it's a team of creators, influencers, and tastemasters working together to raise social consciousness of the best of local culture culture in the form of a daily vlog for SoCal Desert. Um, and only that, uh, Tiffany is a professional hair and makeup artist specializing in trending color and style techniques, high fashion looks, and special effects. And you have to go to her Facebook page, Beauty by Tiffany Welch, because you get to see like everything from Avatar to the Coachella looks, where we're going to look at Coachella. And Comic-Con. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she's also the weekly co-host of her own Ace Online Beauty, a weekly live vlog with beauty and fashion instruction. This is our panel for today. We are talking about everything. Let the party bus begin. Yes. <laughs> All right. There we a, go. That was, that was a mouthful. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> that's not the first time that's been said on this show, but it's now. different. I know, I know. Yeah. We're on the same wavelength. We are, we are. <laughs> what I love about Tiffany is like, professional and like she knows her <laughs> stuff like you literally are on the edge and you're in palm springs and i'm like palm springs to me used to be this <laughs> idea of the gays and grays is what they used to call it mm -hmm. and i've spent every summer of my life in palm springs from grade school all the way up until now now i go like every couple of weeks but i sent my summers there because my grandma owned a hotel out there so when I think, God, cutting edge of fashion and beauty in Palm Springs. How but, does that happen? Yeah, but you really <laughs> are. And you just look at your stuff and you're doing, like now there's like pieces of like mirror in your hair and like, like stencils for your hair. Everything. Yeah, now you're like spraying it with stencils. You're taking it from the body to the hair. There's just crazy st like you. It's like you're up in your game every step of the way you're going. And, you know, the way I learn is I come to L.A. a lot. You know, the Wella Studios out here. Um, in fact, I, you've been out here for the past couple of days. Yeah, I have. We I just did a huge uh, hair show event that was at the Orpheum Theater downtown, which was amazing. Beautiful uh, space. Like 15 yeah. different artists. You learn. I mean, you just you have to do it. You have to push yourself. Well, and so. your own look. I never know which Tiffany I'm going to be <laughs> hanging out with. It's going to be like the pilgrim hat with like the straight black hair. Like, yeah. mm, you know, hair. yeah. Or like, well, New Year's Eve. Oh, yes. I was I Dream Genie. Yeah. There was a few dreams made that night. I'll, I'll tell you that much. But then you, I can also throw down with Tiffany. Like, we can yes. go out and party. We can. Oh, some things we, 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 we can't even talk about. <laughs> um, so we'll see you later tonight. Yes. <laughs> I guess I'll stay another night. Yes! Woo! Yes. All right. She went to the Abbey for the first time on Friday. I was, yeah, broke Great my place. cherry. Oh, really? Uh, on Friday, huh? Yep. No, it was Sunday. Sunday oh, okay. night. That, that's a good day. That's I, was, I didn't get the I phone was call. I was wondering why, like, there were so many people out on Sunday because in uh, because of DragCon. Oh, it's yeah. West Hollywood. Gays don't have real jobs, apparently. I, I don't know how these people pay rent. By the way, they're always out. Well, I'm talking about myself too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, does anybody work? <laughs> no, no. No, we just look fabulous. <laughs> um, so talking about beauty in a different way, uh, this last weekend at the LA Convention Center, which was weird because yeah. it was also the sheriff's convention, and there was like the gut, or there was like a, there was like three major conventions going on downtown. There was a lot happening. <laughs> um, but one of the biggest ones, of course, nationally known is RuPaul. Uh, he has DragCon, and I think it's the third year. Yeah, the third year. 
Now, RuPaul has made a lot of news because VH1 uh, moved Drag Race from Logo TV to VH1, and people thought, oh, who's going to watch it? Their ratings for a Friday night are through the roof, and it's showing that viewers are ready to integrate all different types of media. So you were there all weekend. Yeah, we know. It was, Kurt, it's play crazy. the pictures while we talk about this. We have to see how Stephen was there, though, because you were you were representing Marco Marco. Yeah. Wow, I've wow. seen too much. I didn't know you were Jewish. Anyway, <laughs> but you literally were there, um, and being with Marco Marco, and you yourself are very you're you know you're an Instagram star. Um, you get to see everybody coming into this event. They all want their picture with you. It was fun. It was it was. It was crazy. It was nice to see everyone that I, I don't get to see anymore because a lot of the queens are the friends I've been friends with for a long time, and now they've gotten so big that they're not really in Los Angeles anymore. Isn't that crazy? It's, yeah, it's nuts. You know, and it's crazy how mainstream it's gotten because a lot, most of the people, like the fans that were there, were women, and, like women, and they had a they had a kid zone. There were a lot of kids there. Wow. Yeah, I saw that, and like kids could dress up. As I'm walking and... around in my underwear, and I'm like, please God, no! Like, <laughs> <laughs> like mommy, what's that? It's like, it's, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's just, not scratch it, and sniff. It was just a huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! It was just—it was a giant variety of different it was different personalities. So what is it? It's a bunch of booths by vendors for wigs. Yeah, or? it's just like the, yeah your typical con, uh, Comic Con. Like you know they have their booths set up and they have panels and all that kind of thing. And you know you can go see Alyssa Edwards and you can go see Jeffrey Star. Jeffrey Star had tape sort of pink tape like lined up in a way where you ha- it was almost like you're getting on a roller coaster ride That's because fun. he had that many people were waiting in line to just take photos with him. And it was cr- it was crazy to see like you know your your old pals just like be such crazy celebrities for for you know drag queens it's nuts you know well and but drag has started you know it's not this new phenomenon drag started in the twenties like in France where where yeah. the women would dress like um, Marlene Dietrich hello mm-hmm. she was the biggest drag king I I guess mm-hmm. but I mean there's always been this cross dressing even in Egyptian times well, we, I'm getting all cultural here ancient aliens well, here wait, well you know what drag means dress resembling a girl like that's what it stands uh, for. Well, and uh, well, I've heard it elsewhere. When I went, you know, and learned theater in college, yeah. it was from Shakespeare's uh, exactly. dressed that, as that, girl. That, that's well, that's yeah, where yeah, it came. Yeah. That's where it originated from was Shakespeare because they couldn't have women on stage. On stage, yeah. So, yeah. so they had guys. Thank you, Shakespeare, who was the biggest mo of them all. <laughs> Romeo and <laughs> Juliet. Mm, yeah. <laughs> he was. He, I heard he had like a little boy on the side. <laughs> he had a few boys. On the side. Yeah. Like, Everybody in tights. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there we go with Shakespeare. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> now, and I want to ask this of everybody because we all, you know, you guys come from the straight world. Why are we so obsessed with drag queens? And I know in Palm Springs, there's like a new drag brunch. There's a lot yes. of drag queens in Palm Springs, but they, the drag queens in Palm Springs, in fact, I met, it's one of the oldest performing gypsy who's like 90 something years old. No. I mean, they. Car- they Carnival they, Cabaret, right? That's yeah. Where... Why are we obsessed with drag queens? Like from the straight Because they world. just do it over the top. You know, I mean, I don't know. I love them. I love doing the makeup for them, I'll tell you that. So. <laughs> who, who have you done makeup for? Um, well, I've, I have a couple people that come out from Minnesota, and I can't say their name because mm-hmm. I think they have families. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I see. I and see. they do yeah. it out here. Okay. Um, and Palm Springs have their own supermodels that we've never heard of, mm-hmm. but yeah. in Palm Springs, they're like in the Walk of Fame. They're performing all, you know. But mm-hmm. I didn't know there's a handful of people that I have that live like out of state, but they come to Palm Springs where they feel safe. Mm-hmm. And so I will dress them up like women, uh, do their hair, do their makeup. One of them doesn't even leave the room. I have to take 
pictures and uh, you know and he just loves it to be pampered oh, wow. so yeah. um, I mean it's fun I love my job but yeah I, I don't know I mean it, they all have souls inside and they're so sweet and I just we just get along so well so I mean <laughs> I get along with them I mean I love them to death I mean Alfie's a, a really cool guy out there yes. uh, and he's the one that's uh, got the drag brunch going on um, spent some time with him fashion week and everything I mean he's involved in a lot of stuff so um, but yeah, they do it up. I mean, I think they're just an inspiration for a lot of people because a lot of different, all our drag queens are sort of like, the, they were like the oddball. You know, they were kind of just a little bit off, a little, and and drag was sort of a form of expression for them. Yeah. And the way they're expressing themselves is really relatable for a lot of other people that wouldn't be expressing themselves it's like if they bigger didn't have bigger than it. life. Yeah, because you get these like, you know, like Adora Delano has a lot of like younger fans that really relate to to you know him as a person. That's another thing like pronouns are you so call a drag you, yeah. queen she when she's in makeup but then what do you cuz yeah. we've had some of the RuPaul people on the show yeah. we've had Derek Barry what, which yeah. who, who you When they're dressed as a boy pictures. you you call them uh, the pronoun is you call them him, you know. If they're dressed as if they're in currently in drag then you refer to them as I her. Give up. I'm the it's worst just, gay like I don't know like with the trans community I don't know what nouns my, to use or pronouns or verbs. My roommate's a drag queen so I literally will ha- I'll be talking about him in fact, be like, we, we have a picture of you and, and yeah, Raya, yeah. Yeah. What's it like to live with a drag queen? Is there space in the house for like wigs and makeup and and outfits. Well, he, well, uh, well, he just moved in, so he doesn't have like a vanity. Oh, poor Kurt doesn't know <laughs> which one. Raya that's is. Derek Barry. Yeah, yeah, that's from Derek, RuPaul's. Yeah, that's Derek Barry. Yeah. That's the Britney Spears impersonator. There, there we go. Yeah, that's Raya Latre. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Raya, I've known for Who's hot as a man, by the way, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've known him for years, and um, he just moved in recently, so he doesn't have a vanity. So he for RuPaul's Drag Race, he had to set up all of his makeup in the living room on my table, and it was just like a giant, like, like it looked like. A unicorn threw up everywhere. There's just glitter all over. I just like I have to get used to being having glitter everywhere now. Have but. you ever done drag? No, I have, the closest I've ever, no, I've worn heels, but I've never like done face or hair. Are you serious? Yeah, I would think that somebody would want like to get you in in that Marco Marco next fashion <laughs> show. There we go. I mean, I've always had concepts in my mind. Yeah, but I've never no, I've never done it before. <laughs> All right. So from a straight guy's point of view, and Matt, like you moved to Palm Springs recently. Like yep. this is your life now. Like you're not just there on vacation. Like you're there. Drag is a big presence in Palm Springs. From a straight guy's point of view, what does drag mean to you? Uh, it's entertaining. It feels like that person is kind of in themselves when they're in drag. and uh, well, They literally are because they have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> they are in themselves. It's, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hope I don't get pregnant today. <laughs> it's amazing because, it, you know, um, I don't even want to know how outfits, that works. I mean, like they're wearing uh, bodysuits. I mean, Lola out there, I mean, she is super tall. I mean, always comes out with the most extravagant outfits also. And But, yeah, I mean, I'm just like, where does it go? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Alaska? Like, Okay, so the first day on Saturday, they um, a bunch of the winners of each season, uh, they had, like, the entrances and like through like this giant pink it got carpet. Bigger and bigger. Yeah. <laughs> well, Alaska won season two of All Stars, and she came in with like five guys with horse heads on that pretend to be horses, like pulling her carriage. Wow. Where she came in with like a staff, and she had this giant gown made of money. Wow. <laughs> Was it real money? I would have. Oh yeah, I would have said definitely. Because she makes a lot of money. I, would I don't know so. how drag queens pay for their life because I know how much drag, they make drag at queens, night. Drag queens starting. From, well, well, starting is different. But once you that's the thing about once you have that drag name like drag race name attached to you you definitely it goes up a lot and you definitely get a lot more gigs and you get paid a lot better but um that's the thing about drag race has provided such a platform for so many people because you know drag originally it's just was such a it's such a hard it's oversaturated it's under you know under loved 
And the fact that you don't have to sing for real, that's my biggest complaint about the drag community is I want them to sing for real. That is talent. That's a performer. Well, that's so literally anybody can be a drag queen. Well, I mean, what I like about it is that it's such a huge spectrum of different things because like being a drag queen, there's you can be a drag queen that does lip syncing. You can be a drag queen that does like Bianca Del Rio. She's a hilarious comedian, but she Very does funny. it in drag. Courtney Act is an amazing singer. She was on Australian Idol and she does things in drag, but she is a singer. I like singer. Th- like that's, that's you your know. that's your personal taste, but it's such a huge spectrum. That's why like dra- drag is such a great outlet for so many people because they can literally do any type of job that they want to do. They can be an actor, they can be a singer, they can be a dancer. And they could all do it in drag. What I find is so funny is that people look so differently in drag, like so differently. It's not. There's been a few drag queens, and I'm like, they're probably a really hot guy, and then I've gone <laughs> on a date with them, and they're not been in makeup. How do you think those Kardashians <laughs> learn that contouring, girl? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that and some Mr. Plastic Surgery. <laughs> Did you? Well, we're gonna get into taking a Groupon for plastic surgery later. But <laughs> <laughs> so overall, it was a great weekend. Yeah, great. I heard energy. some. You know, sh- there's always shade. I heard that there was. It wasn't that well populated in terms of ticket sales um i'm not sure i just i know that it was a larger production this year they i wasn't able to explore everything i heard that they set up the actual stage in the back and they had queens performing on it and um when rupaul showed up on sunday it was it was great um the first day but i did hear from a few people that had done it years past that it seemed a little less crowded at least earlier in the day definitely picked up a lot but i think it might have just been because the venue the the actual space was downtown I mean, <laughs> if it's not in West Hollywood, it's dead to me. Girl, that that, that uh, Uber back cost me like 60 bucks from downtown to That's Hollywood. not even a joke. That's no, not even a joke. Because it just was such like a pain in the butt to get out of there. You know, Stephen, we have ridiculous people that listen to the show, and I love my ridiculous people. <laughs> um, one of the questions is, you had to walk around in your underwear, high fashion underwear, almost all weekend long. Um, what happened? Like, it, it, must, it can't be that comfortable after a while because it's temperature, and you like everybody's looking at certain things. What if it's cold? Like, what's happening? I don't know. I've been doing it for so long; it doesn't really bother me at all anymore. And, but that's true. Like, you just don't. it does. I mean, but I'm I always been kind of. I mean, my mom. I talked to my mom about you know modeling underwear, doing nude shoots, and all those kind of things, and uh, she would always bring up this story when I was a little kid and I was such a little escape artist I'd always would sneak <laughs> out of the house go to the front door and knock on the door and my mom would be like what the hell did you, where'd you come from and I would always do that but I would get naked and I would just like run around the street like four so it's, it's like not two, new three, to you two, three, yeah, yeah it's not new she said something's never changed so I'm just like I didn't it just doesn't bother me you know see and I was raised in such a like a structured like you couldn't leave your room without wearing socks you had to wear like your matador outfit just to like you know go to the bathroom like yeah. that's like cover up that's so funny. So you just you just like man, yeah. I mean, and and, and I mean, in a place like that too, you just feel also very safe because everyone there are people wearing less than I was wearing, you know, and so and it, they shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all for one for body beauty. Don't be body shame, but girl, I'm blinded. <laughs> yeah, it was no, like SeaWorld made some restrictions, so should you. And I, and I and I'm always like really hot anyway. I'm very nuclear, so like this, I'm like dying in this right now. So like being you know sure this, I'm like I'll take that any day. You know what? Though? You know what? Because I love you to death. And yeah. Uh, our listeners love you. That's why you come back uh, over and over. But looking at your Instagram, I get so depressed. Not only to look at your amazing like photo shoots, but like you eat real food, like a real human being. <laughs> I have like a wedge of lettuce. I'm like, oh, there goes the scale. <laughs> Simply decadent. Well, I mean, I've always been athletic since I was little, and I've been working out for many years. And I just you guys need to see his transformation Tuesday. It's like the same no it's man. not I used to be really really skinny I used to be really really skinny but I, I, I work out to support my eating habits that's what I always say <laughs> <laughs> 
All righty. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're all going to chime in. Uh, let's find out what happened this week in uh, pop culture and review with one of my favorite segments. Take it away, Kurt. Pop on the Rocks, your daily dose of Daler with your host, Stephen Daler, bringing us the latest dish in pop culture. Take it away, <laughs> Stephen. I'll be in the corner drinking. <laughs> Need a little, little top you off over there? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get right into this. Um, Alexander's going to be really happy about this one. Supposedly, the Roseanne show is returning. Why would I be happy about that? <laughs> I don't know. You said it to me. Because I'm really big excited. boned like Roseanne? <laughs> She's not even big boned anymore. Take it away, Steven. Well, I guess it's, well, she tweeted recently or uh, whatever. And so apparently the show might be coming back with the eight episode reboot with the main cast members, Roseanne Barr, John Goodman, Sarah Gilbert. Uh, the show originally... Laurie Metcalf, too? Yep, everybody. Yep. Like, everyone. Uh, the show originally ran from 1988 to 1997, and currently rumors is that Netflix and ABC are bidding for it. What would you prefer? Would you prefer ne- Netflix or ABC to take Netflix. it back? Definitely Netflix. I think so, too. Because it has to come back with a bite. Yeah, and ABC is, I don't know, I think it's too, like, pg it's old school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, Roseanne is like an older show. Like, I remember it well, but yeah, like, you I guys never, are pretty young for Roseanne. I wasn't, yeah, my parents wouldn't let me watch it, I think. When I was so, younger. how successful is it going to be? I don't do, know. do you guys remember the Roseanne show? I yeah. do. Yeah, I, I mean, they brought Full House back on Netflix, but it's called Fuller House. And, yeah. it's, not, so and it's not that great. It's not that great no. at all. No. My son the only thing yeah. fuller about that was the waistline. I know. <laughs> Except for John Stamos. That guy's a vampire. He still is. I mean, <laughs> it's fine by me. And it's like the second It's like the second coming of the 90s. They're going to bring back, was it Will and Grace too? And so... Yeah. Well, and the Will and Grace reboot really is excited. so good that I'm they so ordered excited. two more episodes. Yeah, there's 12 episodes of that I'm one. Saying, don't do reboots. Leave it. Just let it be. Well, it's not really a reboot if you're continuing with the same... Cast People, like yeah. if you're doing a reboot, like you know when they did what was it, um, Melrose Place? They kind of just had a whole new cast. Yeah. That, that kind of doesn't really work. But Charmed is coming back with an all new whole, cast. Yeah, and they're not happy about I that. Love Charmed. I, the, the, original the original Charmed. cast is not happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were planning to come back. I think originally the original cast, and then they sort of kind of did it without them. Would you guys watch a Roseanne? I would watch it. I want to see. I would like, do it for what John they would Goodman. do different. A what? John Goodman. Yeah, he's, he's lost, a, he's lost which, a lot of weight. Yeah, which, is, which is surprising. He'd go back on that show because he's he's been t- he's been doing well. Wait, didn't his character, his character died? died? But th- so they said they're gonna fake his death. Oh, so that's I mean, that, is that gonna make people mad? like I don't know? Like, would that make fans mad or happy? I think the back? Roseanne fans would be like, uh huh, yeah. I buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- I guess that's true. I guess that's true. But like Roseanne herself has changed though. She's not who she used to be. Yeah, like she's, like she's, I said, she's thin. Which she's wh- whatever way you want to be is fine. But no, but she's also a little. Uh, she hasn't. She's like a Susan Sarandon where we don't like everything that she said. Well, we never really liked everything that she said. She's always been kind of like that. Remember her? Okay. Remember her national yeah. anthem? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the only thing I really remember. <laughs> All right, well, okay. All right, well. But I say Netflix so they can be a little bit dirtier, a little bit grungier. Yeah, yeah. All right, next on our list. Uh, so Dolly Parton is replacing Bette Midler in Hello, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> These two gentlemen are like, I have no clue what is happening right They're now. They're like, pop culture is so gay. I feel but, like we um, need a translator for the straights. And well, like, it's really funny no. because I <laughs> these first two ones were, def- were definitely sent to me by Alexander. So <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm just saying. Do you ever look at the timestamps they're sent though? One's like two in the morning. I'm like, oh God, we gotta talk about 
about this the next morning I'm like yeah literally it was like 8 a.m i woke up and i was like i had like he sent me both of those and i was like all right um but uh, so i guess bet miller only signed up for a one-year contract so it's not like there's any Which bad yeah. i have to say for a broadway star that's a star of her nature that's actually long it's usually six months yeah so that was like yeah so um the country star is a top pick so it, nothing's been confirmed yet but i don't know i mean uh, what would you think well, I think that they need to be smart about who's going to come back in, in relation to the whole rest of the cast because uh -huh. the show could be shut down without their star figure. Hello, Dolly is not the best show. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Music-wise, lyric-wise, it's not. But I've also heard grumblings. Do you Midler, think Dolly Parton will do it? Of course she would. Yeah. And I think she'd be great Just at it. Just because it has her name. <laughs> she, would, she would do a six-month contract, and she would have three shows off per week. You mark my words. Oh, that's what her contract right, is going to be. We're calling it now. Yeah. Calling it now. I'll buy you a drink if that's true. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> one drink is like nothing to me. When people say, can I take you out for a drink? I'm like, on the rocks. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know one drink. One drink. Yeah, that never ends well. Um, but I, <laughs> you've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Bette Midler, I've heard, has been having problems on stage, too. Has like she? she had a coughing fit, she collapsed, and then made a joke out of it. But, you know, these pop stars, they'll go do their tours, which is so strenuous, but then they get time off Can they just do Hocus Pocus 2 already? I know, I loved Hocus Pocus. I, they just need to do it. Like, you know, all three of those stars want to do Hocus Pocus 2, and <gasps> they're they, just, they literally just like, we're just waiting it's for Disney. It's the money. I named a cat No, it's after Disney. They're waiting for that. Their Disney the just has, doesn't, I don't know. Just, <laughs> the first script didn't make sense. Why should the second script? I mean, the first, it's such a cult classic. Cute. I liked it. It was Disney. She dressed up as... Uh, yeah, she the, did. Yeah, for last Halloween. Yep. Yeah. We're, we're in the era of sequels and remakes anyway. That's so. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Although, and you being a film person, you know this too, like uh, 1950s, 60s Hollywood did that with 20s and 30s films. Yeah, it, you it, know? Was, it always kind of happens over There and over have been again. reboots, but not like this. I mean, there's reboots yeah. happening. Because the, like, the studios make money off it, and it's the juxtaposition of like that versus all this new media that's coming out. So it's really an interesting time to see. And the quality that. of film, you know, it looks different. I mean, and look at yeah. all the live-action remakes, all the Disney movies. It's, you know, they're reboots, but they're remakes of, like, cartoons into, like, more, you know, live-action. So it's, I guess, a different take that, you know. Hmm. livens it up but anyway I think Dolly Parton's a smart choice yeah I think so too alright moving on uh, I'm actually interested in this story a lot Christina Aguilera uh, signed on recently to a, a sci-fi film really? called Zoe yeah it actually starts filming next week May 8th which <laughs> might actually anger a lot of her fans because so she announced <laughs> gosh well I mean is she following in Rihanna's footsteps because that's Rihanna's going to be in a sci-fi movie it's coming out soon but um, her life is a sci-fi movie <laughs> <laughs> selling those Oreos girl um <laughs> But no, uh, her fans might be angry about this because she announced that she was having her album released this year. By the way, her last album, Lotus, which wasn't really well received, uh, came out five years ago. That's a long time. That, those, like, cashing those voice checks. I still like Dirty. But you music know what? Video. But you know, every album she puts <laughs> I, I, out. I mean, that's the best. Oh, that's that the album, best one, the black and white hair. Th that album was amazing. <laughs> but every album she puts out is so good. I think it's literally politics, why people don't promote her album more, why it's not. Her music, her musicianship, and her songwriting. I love a lot of her is, music. I think it's too good for the pop world. That's what I think. Really? Yeah. I, th I mean, I love a lot of her music. I, I Maybe I think maybe it's just, I don't know. I, I've heard a lot about how it's like to work with her, so maybe it's just more of that. She's one know. of the most talented singers. It's fine. You could be, she can be that way. You can, Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, uh, anyway. So okay, she, but let's not forget Burlesque. 
I loved Berlin. I actually really liked that, even I though it's terrible. But you know what I to expect. It. You know what to expect. It's you not even it. bad enough to be showgirls. Like it's burlesque. Oh, calm it's down. It's burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well, you know who else is in this movie? Uh, Rashida Jones and Ewan McGregor. And but Ooh. this, but you know this is. They gonna, might save this then. But it's okay. So this is the. It's a futuristic love story about two colleagues at a revolutionary research lab who design technology to improve and perfect romantic relationships. I feel like they had a great script and they're like, well, we have this leftover sci-fi set. Why don't we just make this sci-fi movie? <laughs> <laughs> Passengers didn't do so well. We still have their set. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I saw passenger Passengers. It was... You and two other people. Oh, no. no, well, not in theaters. <laughs> it's all pirated, girl. No, I saw, they have it. I saw, actually, I saw it um, when I was going to... DVD. When I was going to Mexico, <laughs> they had it on the plane. <laughs> Was it in Spanish? No. I would rather watch it in Spanish. <laughs> that so been, boring. That like a little like pinata in the back. <laughs> would have made the whole film for me. Oh my god. Uh, all right. Um, so, have you guys seen that movie, the show, Thirteen Reasons Why? No. I haven't seen it no. either. But again, apparently, uh, so Netflix is updating their trigger warning because uh, if you're not familiar, the show is about suicide, and um, some people have said that it kind of glorifies suicide. And uh, so Netflix has been getting a lot of flack for it recently. And so um, they said that they're, instead of, they only warned a couple episodes that had really bad graphical, like graphics images, uh, that they're going to instead, at the beginning of the series, say that this whole, the whole series as a whole can be triggering instead of just a few episodes. I have a lot to say about this. Yeah. <clears throat> Number one, Hollywood was told that we didn't care enough about bullying and, and suicide with, with teens or whatever, so we make a great product. The, I haven't seen it, but it's gone viral. Everybody says it's, the, it's such a great show. Well, the issue is, is that it kind of shows that what the girl was feeling... And that everybody it's feels bad. Everyone feels terrible. Right. And it kind of glorifies in a way where everything she was feeling was right to feel that way. And that her, you know, killing herself and they show her kill, like the actual death. And, um, and, and basically everything that happens after that sort of, like I said, glorifies it in a way that it might, you know, they're really worried that they're going to be copycats. Well, then in that case, Thelma and Louise made Suicide Sexy. You I know what I mean? I just watched that. I, that. <laughs> I, know, no, I just I watched that, that literally like last week. I never saw it, so. And I understand that, but like, I mean, that's, but. But it's also on Netflix too. Yeah. Either let your kids watch it or don't, but I've heard it's a great piece. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even think it's a thing about the kids either. I mean, like you could be an adult and. So, Stephen, as, as a filmmaker, how cognizant are you? Is like, is this gonna is this gonna bode well with with certain groups? Are we gonna get this, you know? Because and you've done a lot you, of independent you, stuff you where you're know, like, yeah, you never know. Screw and, them. And everybody has an opinion. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, fifty percent of people like it. Fifty percent of people hate it. It's successful. If you had an outlet to release your next project on, would it be HBO? <laughs> would it be uh, network? Would it be Netflix? Whatever gives you the freedom. To create, I, I think that you know. Well, I don't uh, think any network really just gives you like the freedom. <laughs> well, right? Netflix, Netflix of, does. I heard yeah. everyone who works for Netflix loves them. So there's a lot of leeway. Yeah, there's a lot of leeway out there. You just got to find the right network, and um, there are a lot of sub networks also, like a new media that have good amount of money, and you know you're put into cast and you know put it into the creation. So it's about that trust. Um, you know, a lot of bigger networks will just take it over. Like you're right, but. I think like Netflix of the world, the Amazons, the Hulus, et cetera, they're, they're, they're starting to really gravitate towards filmmakers, the new filmmakers and trust, they still trust. And that's where all this creativity is coming from. YouTube's getting into it now. Or YouTube try, Red, try yep. To, yeah. Yep. Um, well, uh, they are working on season two of 13 Reasons Why, so it is coming back. She's dead, so. 
I don't know. I read that they're doing their <laughs> meets Long Beach too. Island Medium. I, mean, All right. I guess they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna milk whatever they can. I guess. Okay. Um, but moving on, uh, the next part of a uh, little bit of news is so Kelly Ripa finally has a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and of all people, who do you think? Who would be your guest? Who's always hosting and always doing everything? Shoot, I don't know. Ryan Seacrest. Oh, my uh, gosh. Yep. <laughs> I thought... He has another job, everyone. <laughs> He's going to have to leave KISS FM. Is he really? He's, yeah, he, has been on, he has been on KISS FM since I was in junior high. Have you, like, literally listened to KISS FM, though, in the mornings? Yeah, with the, with the Ryan's Roses. He's not funny. And he's not... He's kind that's, of, yeah, I, when he does the Ryan's Roses... I mean, I've listened to him. I mean, I haven't listened to him recently, but I remember... I do, out of default. Really? Yeah. I mean, right? Because well, it's in the background. We'll be driving around, and yeah, it's always, it's always, he's always on all day long on KISS FM. And so he's really giving that up after what... How many, how many years has it been? But, I mean, that's here. I mean, I think he needs to take because American Idol's over. Well, I heard it actually might be coming back on NBC. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so that, but put, every a, put morning a pin in that. <laughs> with Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa's enough on her own. It's like, oh, God. Well, actually, on Monday when they did their... Take a nap, girl. <laughs> oh, right. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I guess they're kind of a perfect couple for each other. On Monday when they revealed it, it was like a kind of a surprise revealing. And the, rate, the ratings were the best money ratings they've had in a long time. Right. But... The the feedback from everybody, there has not been many positive really? response to Ryan Seacrest. They're like, well, the only good thing is that now they don't have to put Kelly in a box anymore. What? Oh, my God. And well, you know, I feel like you're also going to have very... We represent the lollipop gang. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be two people that are, are two, like... Type A personalities that are just going to be fighting over who's going to be talking Oh, that's interesting. I'll tune in for that. Yeah. That's actually very interesting. But if they're so, like, saccharine and so... And they're so, like, perfect people. I'm going off on a tangent, like just like silence here. I do love Kelly Ripa though. She was great on SNL <laughs> when she hosted. She was hilarious. <laughs> but she's just, like so perfect—the perfect husband, the perfect oven. She has all those kids and still looks fantastic. <laughs> yes, she does. There's something wrong there. <clears throat> she's a separate wife. So that's our week in pop culture. That, that was is, a lot because uh, you were just on last I, I week. I know, I know. He literally yesterday he was like, "Can you come on tomorrow and do like a little drag recon and like all this kind of stuff?" And I was like, "Okay, get me, let me get on it." <laughs> and our listeners keep, uh, "When's he coming back?" And I was like, "Hello, my name's on the on the marquee." <laughs> 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 all right, uh, let's let's move on uh, with it. Thank you so much, Stephen Daler, uh, Daily Dose of Daler. Um, all right, let's give a shout out to our sponsors, Test Loop. If you're traveling between L.A. and Palm Springs or L.A. and San Diego, relax and leave the driving to our friends at Test Loop. They offer a sustainable transportation experience with city-to-city travel in an electric Tesla uh, vehicle. And I have sat in it, and it's, it's pretty amazing. You sit in your own, like, pod. It's not even, like, like a bench seat. You don't have to look at anybody, which... Whew, that's good for me. Uh, book a seat at testloop.com. Prices start at $39 per seat on certain days. Uh, you get free Wi-Fi, snacks, drinks, phone chargers, and more. They get cancellation uh, headphones. You literally don't have to look at anybody, and it's a smooth ride. And they put it on autopilot for some. It, it's it's so fun. Um, and it's cheaper than an Uber. I'm not it's even like kidding you. It's like business class in an airplane. But yes, <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, they offer a dozen, uh, dozens of convenient pickup and drop-off locations located throughout cities uh, that they serve. If you want to book a trip uh, or more, <coughs> go to the website, testloop.com. Our other sponsors, Hooch App. Hooch App gives you 30 drinks for the price of one drink. Or if you want to sign up for a dollar, give this code word. It's called Turnt Up. T-U-R-N-T. 
U-P. That's what they get. He turned up. <laughs> Literally, whatever major city you're in, uh, they'll send you a free drink at a different bar every day. You pay for it once. Uh, our tried and true sponsor, Spunk Lube. A little dab will do you. It's on many sets on many different gay, straight, old, young. They're there for you. <laughs> <laughs> also, thank you to Bears, Cubs, and Scruff. It's an Instagram account that reposts all of our stuff. Speaking of Bears, I am the new entertainment editor uh, of Bear World Magazine. <laughs> I fought it. <laughs> okay. You got, you, got, you got some hair under there? <laughs> you got some hair under there? What's, you know, I wax too when I do it. <laughs> I, think, I, I don't think you consider it a beard. You, don't, you never have a beard. I've never seen you with a beard. I could, I could do it like it in all. a day, though. I'm not even kidding. I have to, I have to shave twice a day. If I want to be clean shaven, <laughs> honestly. Yes. Rawr. So I, I've accepted it. Um, and so I'm I'm the new entertainment editor. Uh, look for my stories weekly covering everything entertainment. Check out my latest article talking about Chris Pratt. He's gone from bear uh, to muscle bear. <laughs> he looks fantastic, yeah. Right, but my article's also, he's kind of like, we're left without a hero, you know? Oh, uh, oh, thank you, Mama Rose. Uh, our listeners want to know what you guys think about uh, the Orange is the New Black leak on Netflix. Oh, like did you guys the, the, hear, the, hear about that? Like a hacker has it, like, fell ransom or something, and if he doesn't get his what he wants, he's going to release like all the episodes, what? I guess. So there's a hacker. I, th I thought that was fake. That's real? No, it's real. So he sent a ransom letter to Netflix saying, I'm going to release the full season unless you pay us money. And they didn't pay him money, and so they released the full season. Uh, and the new season of Orange is the New Black is not supposed to come out until June. And then this person says that they have a lot of other shows from major networks and all that. This was just wow. a test ransom. What do you guys think about that? That's amazing. That's <laughs> how would they do that? I know. What, like, I wonder what shows. But oh. like, and from entertainment, and like Stephen, you know, like everybody gets a screener months in advance, and that's just entertainment. From somebody working on the credits to the Spanish translations, like people get material way in advance. Yeah, a lot of people get screwed on that though when somebody does that. Not just the creators of the network, it, you know, people who get residuals, who worked on the project. So it's well, kind that's of a the whole crappy thing. thing to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so they do a, they go, a lot of shows go through a lot of like processes to make sure that doesn't happen. Like Game of Thrones and and now uh, Stranger Things. I guess like the kids can't talk to any one of their family members about it. The wow. the on set they're on like a closed set with only a couple. Like but we all know we have our friends that we tell everything to. You, like yeah, like, I guess they're they're. I could see an alien and be like the you know NASA could say don't say it. And I'd be like. Girl, guess what? <laughs> There's always that one friend you yes, tell. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the, guy, the guy who lives next to me does uh, all the um, special effects makeup for Game of Thrones. Not all of it, but he's on it, and he just told me the whole new season. I was like, eh. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> I know it. It happens. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Stephen, like, you come across like such a, this, this might be the New York in you. You're such a cool cat. You're like, eh, eh. Everything's like, eh. eh. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Yeah. yeah. They put That's a cool. taco in a burrito. Eh. Yeah. I might try it. I might not. Yeah. Life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you to our fashion sponsors, uh, Swish Embassy. Not Swiss Embassy, but Swish Embassy. They do uh, great uh, T-shirts. They're all uh, from our community. So this is uh, the first T-shirt that they sent me. It's from the Golden Girls, uh, and it's great. Uh, they fit well. They breathe well. And uh, they have everything from Mommy Dearest to Betty Davis to everything. Thank you, Swish Embassy. And then Zoo for the People. Zoo for People designs contemporary killer accessories just for men. Although some manly ladies might like them. If they make cuffs, I like cuffs. They do. Okay. They're killer accessories <laughs> uh, with a great emphasis on detail and quality. Uh, the brand is also a supporter of the wildlife conservation effort of WWF and Wild Aid. And I have to say, 
you know, I'm very like, oh, right? <laughs> I don't like my bracelets. I hate when men wear bracelets that are so like, mm, you know, isn't that, oh, God, I'm going to get so much hate mail. Like flopping um, around? What, what is that? Like, What's, mm. Yeah, like, like, what is it, like around, flopping around? And there's like, like a bobble and like a lucky charm yeah. or whatever. Um, so they sent these to me and I think that they're they're like, they're manly I and like they're like they're good, but they still have flair. I like that. I like and their like packaging is great too. So go uh, find Zoo for people. I love that they sent me a bunch of stuff, so I'll be wearing them. And it's it's. I mean, I can I can still do this, <laughs> <laughs> but it looks manly. <laughs> See? While you do it, yeah, <laughs> that's a manly gay wrist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they do like leather straps and, and stuff. But I, I I think it's great. Um, and and what they're doing for the environment and animals is great. Finally, our moment of shade brought to you by Panache Optical Gallery, which is also in Palm Springs. They have they supply eyewear to celebrities all around, uh, but their showroom is in Palm Springs. A moment of shade is brought to us by the Atlanta Housewives. You say Atlanta Housewives. Housewives are boring. They're done. Well, I mean, there's listen. If it's Housewives that are in the title, then always there's shade. I mean, that's sort of just kind of. Okay, well, this is so shady. Atlanta Housewives (laughs) had to do four parts for the reunion. And on this last reunion, four parts. Beverly Hills had to do, what, three? Yeah. But on this last one, four parts, and then somebody got fired because of the reunion. (laughs) Wait, who was was one of the main cast members? Oh, yes. Are we going to watch this? Phaedra, no, we're not. (laughs) Because I'll get sued by Bravo TV. (laughs) Uh, Phaedra got fired. Uh, But Miss Portia said to Kenya, toodles, bitch, and it's been going viral. That is our moment of jade. Text toodles, bitch, just... Text Hashtag it to your mom, to text it to your girlfriend, text it, whatever. <laughs> Find us on Twitter and Instagram at On The Rocks On Air, Facebook, On The Rocks Radio Show. Book me for a wedding, funeral, or quinceanera at info at ontherocksradioshow.com. All right, let's get down to it. Um, all of us come from entertainment on some <coughs> aspect, um, but I really want to talk about branding. You know, how do we brand ourselves? Stephen, you do such a great job on Instagram where everything on your Instagram looks uniform, content, infusion, Beach Club recently, like you guys changed your logo. Tiffany, you constantly have to change what your brand is as to what's what's going on. What do you think the first step in understanding your brand is? I think that it's it's always evolving. No matter what you're doing, it's it's always evolving. It's always finding um, what they're liking, what they don't like. Um, and but here's the thing: when McDonald's changes their logo, I get upset. I'm like, I know what I like, and I know what's tried and true. I think it's more about understanding yourself and not eating it's not at McDonald's. A person. Yeah. It's, it's it's finding. I think we all struggle for authenticity. Okay. So I think that 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 feeling of authenticity or finding out what that is, it's it's kind of that evolution, right? So knowing yourself and and knowing who you are, and then defining that. And, and keeping to it and staying true to it and not letting the outside break that, you yeah. know, on a, on a unapologetically, you know, like you just yourself, like you're, yeah, you're, we live you in a, stand we, out, you're unique. We you live know? in a time where the, like the hardest thing to do is be yourself. And mm-hmm. so right. that's why I think it attracts a lot of people when you just you. This is your brand. This is what you like about it. And you're going to keep doing right. that. And that's going to attract people because everybody has an opinion yeah, and yeah. everybody's always going to have an opinion and always. you're never going to get 100 percent approval. No, so you yeah. do what do what you do, and I think that's the consistency that will build people around you. Because then they'll be like, "I can't break this person. He's strong, or she's strong, or whoever it is, or that brand is strong." So you keep true to that, and you and that that builds a brand. What happens when you deal with a client that doesn't know what their brand is? Um, I mean, if they came to me and they're like, well, you know, then you you go in and you do as much research as you can. What's already there? You talk to them about why they built it, why they started it in the first place, and then you. You're kind of like it's therapy in a way. Um, you're kind of really trying to understand that, and you bring a brand to it, and then you say, "Well, this is how I feel that y- how you speak," and then you kind of talk about that, and you, and you 
kind of surround yourself with it. Let's look at one of the videos that uh, that Silience has has put uh, together. Kind of walk us through how this started, how you guys decided, because it's so beautiful from start to finish. But there's a definite look, there's a definite color to it. Number one, I'm obsessed with that hair color. By I was the just way. about to say that. Yeah. Like, whatever she's wearing, I want to buy. <laughs> and there's so many different film techniques used. I love it. She's, she's like, bye, bitch. <laughs> bye, Felicia. <laughs> yeah. So, so what? Like, tell us what that campaign was about, and and how you built that that video. Um, I had a, a friend, Yasmin, who's a photographer, and um, that is actually model Raj. She's an influencer. I think she has over six million followers. Saudi Arabian influencer. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. And we do her commercial spots for her. Um, you know what? It was very open inspiration. The you know the perfume company had an example of what they wanted. Sometimes companies will give you what they like visually, mm -hmm. and that's kind of what I asked for. Let me know what inspires you. Um, and then it was, they wanted to really focus around Ross. You know, let's see Ross throughout this entire, it was like, you can see, you know, so how to juxtapose all these different types of filmmaking techniques. So we did Super 8 film, I was actually filming film. Um, and then uh, behind the cameraman. So as a director, I like to engage a lot. So I, you know, uh, I think one of the first things that I did was teach myself how to edit, shoot, the whole nine yards. So. Um, when I go into production, I already know how it's going to look in the edit. Um, so I need to—I know what I need to get. And we go in there and grab it. It was—I think we shot that in, in like uh, four hours, um, I think five max. But um, the, yeah, the idea of it is she—you she, know—she goes to this dream world. It brings her to this world where she's everything surrounding her, and she's she's comfortable in that world, and that's what she does. She models. So just being comfortable with herself in that space and having the camera on her is, was the example we used. What happens when you're trying to build a brand and they don't agree with what your concept is, even though you know this is what's gonna sell? Then, then they need to find somebody else. Uh, <laughs> but not, that's the New York in you. It's not, like, <laughs> you flip the table, you're like, go somewhere else. It's not, it's, not, it's not in a bad way though. I don't do it like that. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's like finding a partner. Um, you get the, you, sometimes it's not the right person and you gotta move on. So I'm not right for every brand. Um, I'm just right for the brands that fit me. Now, what directors have inspired you? Uh, Nicholas Winding Riefen. Uh, he did Drive, um, Neon Demon. Film. Yeah, so um, I'm very, I like poise, I like colors. Um, I like deep storytelling without having to talk or um, I'm sorry, I'm getting really deep here. Um, but it's, a, it's, it's just, it's just, it, it literally is like, uh, like can you narrate the biography to my auto book? <laughs> like, I need a notebook. On the rocks. <laughs> no, it started off at a I, bar. I, I, I go on dates and some girls, oh my God, you're so fucking deep. I'm sorry, I said the other word. You're so deep. <laughs> you're so deep. I'm like, but it's They said at the beginning, do they said at the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's for our straight community. That joke was for you. <laughs> my mom is horrified right now. Oh, <laughs> man. Now I don't feel bad for cursing. You got really red, so no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. um, But yeah. I forgot what he was going to say. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's sort of my style, is sort of that. Um, there's, and then also, I, I like um, the Wachowski uh, sisters now. Yep. Um, you know, Sense8, Cloud Atlas. 
um, things that speak beyond our universe, um, bringing the surreal to real type concepts. So Tiffany, you also in branding, like you're always training, uh, continue education, like what's new and all that. As a filmmaker, how, how do you keep up, other than watching new stuff that comes up, how do you keep your finger on the pulse of new trends in film? Remember when Baz Luhrmann hit the scene and Strictly Ballroom was a great film, but that's not what changed the scene. In my mind, Romeo and Juliet mm-hmm. changed the scene. I went to see that three times in one day because I'd never seen anything like it, and I love film so much. I was just like, I couldn't get enough of it. But how do you keep your finger on the pulse? Because once a movie comes out, it's like a year past in the making. Um, that's the thing. I don't really keep my finger on the pulse too much, and I don't think they do either. I think they just do what that makes feels natural to them. I don't think Baz Luhrmann was watching. I think he had people that inspired him, but you know, Romeo and Juliet to him was his voice. The way mm. he did it, the way you saw it, it was it was different, and you appreciate that. So he didn't inject any other personalities into that. I'm sure he had inspirations, but I don't keep my finger on the pulse too much. I just I just watch what I like. And I'm glad to know you have a pulse, though. That's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I think I think um, as artists, we tend to be in our heads more than we tend to be watching other things so we're i'm constantly in my cave writing or you know trying to see what inspires me or continuing growth within myself so i I sometimes sit down to watch tv and other things but not as much as i think you'd think like what on tv would you be watching right now um a huge fan of of, like i said sensate um the killing game of thrones um no that's pretty much my majors or i'll go see a movie i love the um Season premiere of Sensei Second, like what well, they called it, the Christmas, oh, the Christmas special. special. But you know that was just the, the season premiere of their next season. Yeah. I loved it. It's such a good show. Yeah, it is a really great show. Yeah. I love the uh, the character development. I think is really great in that show, and I think they put it together really well. It's a, that's an it's an easy show on paper to fail. You know, with, when you have that many characters and you're and you're growing, like I, I've heard people, I can't watch it. I can't watch it past the second episode because it, it, the growth of the characters are so it's so deep. But when you get to like the fourth, fifth episode, it's like. It's, it's one of the, that's what I love about Netflix is that Netflix develops shows that they're meant to be binge watched, you know, mm-hmm. so they're able to like extend the, the storylines to an extent where you can have that character growth. I love the way that they mixed around each character and each, uh, like each other's scenes mm-hmm. where they all influenced each other in such a way. That's how you really knew which char- like what they were, who they were. Mm-hmm. That's such a good show. Sorry, I just took over. That's it. And it, this is how entertainment is a part of all of our lives. Like Tiffany, you're inspired by by films and, and TV. What what looks Pictures, are great? You know anything? I mean, I uh, had to do Comic Con, and I was told just because uh, um, what was that movie? Enchantress was in it. A Suicide Squad. So I had to do Enchantress, and I had to. You know, body paint her. So I, I'd never that's seen it. That's a big project because that's one of the sexiest characters, by the way, yeah. that I've seen and on so, film this last year. So it was like, obviously, I had to look at the movie, pause it, take a picture with my phone, like print it out, like really study it, how it was, um, to see if I had the right products and everything, if I had to order anything. But yeah, when they say, can you do it? I'm like, well, yeah. Um, and then I had to go look at the movie. So, <laughs> um, but I mean, I did Avatar. Avatar was uh, extremely long um, on my knees all the time. I mean, it's just like you had. Don't to, say that on this show. <laughs> <laughs> on my knees, on my butt, like laying down. I mean, it was hard because in in Comic Con there's kids, so they have to come out in uh, towels um, because they can't be nude right away. Yeah. But it, to me, it's w- different. I mean, like because they can be nude walking around with pasties and paint. But they couldn't be nude while I was painting, so it was it was very difficult. Um, but I mean, I love it. After it's done and I, you stand back, I mean, it's it's just it's 
you created something that is like crazy. How long does that take? Uh, I did two of them. Um, it was about like five hours each. Yeah. So the enchantress. And that's pretty quick, by the way. Yeah, and yeah, that's um, fast. I also did Mystique. She took like six hours, and then it was wow. just adding on extra stuff here. And you there. guys have to go to her Facebook page, uh, the Mystique and Avatar pictures. Yeah. I thought they were from the studio. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, you did that! It's literally spot on. Yeah. But you do this in Palm Springs, and see when I talk, you're bringing this expertise to Palm Springs. Talking about Infusion, uh, uh, Infusion Beach Club, opening up. You know, Pump Springs is kind of established. They have the hotels that we know about. It's kind of ambitious to open up this whole new resort in Palm Springs. Matt, you've given up literally your life. You've transplanted yourself to Palm Springs. What was the first time you went to Palm Springs? The first time I went to Palm Springs was 2015 in, I would say. <laughs> That's not that long ago. <laughs> I need more pocket <laughs> for this. I thought he was like doing like. It, it was, was the best of times and it was the worst. Uh, AKA two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> a year and a half. It was, it was, I was finally <laughs> legal to drink. <laughs> Uh, it was it was June, by the way, in about 110 degrees. And I remember 2015. And it was stagnant, super yeah. stagnant, just not a whole lot going on. But the transformation that I've seen Palm Springs take since 2015 till now is it's unspeakable. And I and especially living there in the in these last few months. So so 2015 was my first time I was there um, every month, every month, every other month. And the transition that I've seen it take is unspeakable. Um, it's the lower demographic. It's it's all of us. You know, it's it's that community too that it, that's going there and but lowering it does, the age. It's at a slower pace, which is great. Which is why I go there all the time. Um, but Except as a for next young person, <laughs> yeah, anybody that that <laughs> says they're going to Palm Springs when I say I live there, they say, "Well, I just go there to relax and I turn my phone." I off. always say that. I I'm like, say that. Yeah. "Oh, well, my phone's on all the time." <laughs> I'm like, "I'm like second job is social media, you know." Mm -hmm. So, but it's, I mean, it's more relaxing because I come out here and I'm like, "I had to pay for parking. I don't even know where to park." And then I'm walking. My legs <laughs> were hurting yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, my legs were hurting. And that was a different oh reason. Just to give a little background on Palm Springs, people are like, how did Palm Springs even get there? In 1884, a prominent judge, McCollum, and you guys know the McCollum Theater in Palm Springs, came from San Francisco with his family seeking health for his uh, son who had tuberculosis. Um, and he was the first kind of non-Indian settler to be there. Um, he purchased land. They set up the first hotel, the Palm Springs Hotel, in 1886. Continued to attract a little bit more visitors and residents. And the train, you guys, the train used to go from New Orleans to Palm Springs to L.A. Can you believe that? Wow. That's a train ride I would love to take. <laughs> the train fact. doesn't even go all the way to Palm <laughs> Springs anymore. Well, no, it shut off. There's, it's, it's, that yeah. It sucks. In 1909, uh, the Desert Inn opened, and it did uh, car servicing. So they'd take care of your car. If you drove in from L.A., they would spruce it up for your ride back. And, of course, we know uh, since the time it was incorporated in 1938, Palm Springs has become the playground for Hollywood stars from Frank Sinatra, Marlene Dietrich, uh, Rosalind Russell, Bob Hope, Loretta Young, and today's stars are there all the time. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Dakota Fanning, Halle Berry, uh, Lady Gaga, Gwen Stefani, um, and a lot of European royalty come out there. This is this is the Palm Springs, but it's really like thriving. I remember Palm Springs when they would shut down for the summer because it was so hot. Literally, all of the stores would put up their boards, and you'd see them. There might be one restaurant, a few. See you in September. Yeah, I used to ride my bike <laughs> as a little kid. I used to ride my bike willy nilly throughout the whole town because there was nobody there. The first photo yeah. shoot I ever did was in Palm Springs. Really? With Adam Busca. Oh. 
<laughs> Were there windmills in the That's background? <laughs> Way before he did the no hate campaign. <laughs> yes, okay. Um, but now it's his house. We know the hotels are hard rock is there. And there's this just thriving life with music. The gay community is meeting young people. Young people are bringing out families. You have your family out, out there. So Matt, opening up a new resort, that takes some balls, I have to say. It does. <laughs> <laughs> but I have. <laughs> you guys have a separate vision. And Stephen, I, I, I want you guys to talk about what you guys are creating. How did you create this vision of what Infusion Beach Club is going to be? Stephen, you want to take it off? Uh, I'll take it. Um, well, I, I saw what it was, um, and we were, were it was going for this very modern vibe, and I feel like a lot Which of- It's very popular in Palm Springs. Uh, and that's the thing, is like everybody's doing it. Um, you know, Arrive's doing it, and, and there's, a, there's a ton of hotels that already do it. And I feel like old Hollywood is really what speaks in, in Palm Springs, and um, the establishment that we have now is very old Spanish colonial vibe. It's almost like the 20s, mm-hmm. when it was like the Chaplin days. Um, S-tile S roof. So I feel like, uh, you know, the appreciation for the I didn't even know what you just said to me. <laughs> but do you see I nodded? So the S-tile roof is that Spanish-style roof? Yeah, yeah, And the S is like click into they, each other? Yeah. Yep. I'm a foreman right now. <laughs> I'm four men. Okay. <laughs> but, but the idea behind it when I, when I came in was like, why aren't we, why aren't we um, playing to this? Why don't we like embrace the history and embrace the locals and, and what they experienced and I think it's that's the beauty we're aiming for. So we're going for this old Spanish colonial vibe, and we're enhancing the building we already have, um, and we're bringing in this kind of like chic colonial, you know. So a lot of old school furniture, like restoration hardware mm-hmm. type stuff, and um, like leathers and like Hollywood like, cigar club, like old old wood, wood. vibe, yeah. Well, there's a lot of old wood in Palm Springs. <laughs> 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 just go to coffee on Palm Canyon Drive. <laughs> Where's the banana? Just, <laughs> just teeing you Kurt's, up. Teeing you like, up. Uh, <laughs> like, there we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- I think there's also the the combination of a little bit of modern in the in the branding too. So you're gonna see a little bit of that in in on the website and stuff. But there is like that old Spanish speaking language. I call it a language. When I always build a brand. I call it building a language. Because um, every every word matters, and it kind of comes together to build that alphabet and the language, essentially. I tell you, the young generation is coming to Palm Springs. Like we go there to hang out, we go there to have a pool party, we go there to have fun. So you know, I think the time is ripe. In LA, I think there's. It used to be there was a new club popping up all the time, and now there's not. I'm tired of West Hollywood. I don't know how you feel, Stephen. Yeah, we've <laughs> like, experienced the what? same thing. <laughs> no, actually, uh, I did a Palm Springs Pride like f- four or five years ago, and it was like it was pretty dead. And now it's it's definitely I'm performing there on November. <laughs> oh, are you? Well, no, but this was like five years ago. Like now, it's it's different. It's definitely picked up so much in the last few years, and I'm sure as in part to do with you guys and and, and the entire community changing over there. It's just it, it's a lot of people I know were like, let's go to Palm Springs for the weekend. I, they, I, they didn't used to say that like five years ago. I think it's like a pendulum. It's like it goes young back to conservative. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, Palm Springs always does have honor for how it started. And mm-hmm. like I said, my grandma had a hotel out there. The Arnezes used to stay at her hotel. Bean Crosby used to stay there. Victor Mature. There's this huge Hollywood presence. And so I think this makes sense. And I think not only are you going to bring in the younger crowd, you're going to bring in the older crowd. It's like, oh, I remember this, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I'm talking a lot about the the look of it, but also the feel of it. We have, you know, 
awesome eclectic day parties, and at night we're going to do more of an acoustic vibe. And we're centering around artists. So obviously I'm in the entertainment business, um, and, and part of that is I know a lot of artists, influencers, and people that really strive every day to create. Um, so you know everything from room takeovers to artwork to you Love know it. the best cool like underground acoustic indie bands that come at night with craft cocktails and during the day like really awesome I'm DJs all for that. and so mixologists <laughs> you know yeah so, and he is sold <laughs> and that's all part well, of creativity on the rocks right? is going to be we're going to be broadcasting there regularly too I think it's going to be and it. What I love about the location is when you first come into the town, because you know when you go to Palm Springs now, you have to like get into it and then go past it. So sometimes. Yeah, we uh, we're going after this. We're going to go to uh, my go visit my buddy who owns a bar group and do some taste tests for for the space. So and he used to run. Where's that? He used to run Bestia. Um, <laughs> the restaurant Bestia. Yeah. He used to run uh, Bestia. Sorry, I went over my head. You're you're. Not <laughs> <laughs> off hairspray, sweetie. <laughs> Chris all of oh, like the sound no. bites. He got that one fast. Yeah. <laughs> Do that one up. So Matt, you have seen nightlife all around the world. You, uh, Orlando, New York, you really have been mentored in this. How different is nightlife from city to city? And is Palm Springs a big challenge? Palm Springs nightlife is bad. It's um, horrible. It's 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 it's. And bad. these are the two party people yeah. that I know. Where do where do you go Everybody when you go out? Everybody asks where do you go. I'm like I don't know. I Zelda's. pick up a bottle and go home. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't go to like the Ace or something. Oh my god. <laughs> like they day drinking there. Like a couple of the hotels are kind of. See, day drinking to me in Palm Springs is the party. The day, yeah, yes, like it's, it's the not. Day not yeah, but yeah. It, but it's still I don't feel like anybody's doing it right or, or they're not, not they're that they're not. doing it right. Not doing it to the best of their abilities and the best of what Palm Springs has to offer are only going on usually during season. I mean, what, what what about the summer? I mean, it's like a very seasonal out there. My clientele is half local and half seasonal, so it does go down over the summer. So, yeah, it's it's weird. People go like asking everybody and I mean, you have El Paseo, which would be considered what like the Rodeo Drive or whatever out here, but I mean, we don't have one single like just dive bar on El Paseo. It's like Tommy Bahamas or you have Sullivan's. So it's very hard to defer people to just go to just random places that they just want to go and have fun in, in downtown. I mean, I was I just think there. So. What, what but, it goes, but you took like, this challenge on. Like what it this. goes back to is consistency. You have to be consistent. You have to let everybody know that, hey, we're open from here to here no matter what. And and it's it's when these these places like we talk about the, these businesses that shut down, um, and then go people go and show up there and like oh they're shut down they're rarely going to go back if they go to a business and it's not open right so it's all about consistency so you know going back I think there's this huge void in the Palm Springs market day life and nightlife mm -hmm. and so Absolutely. that's why I yeah. feel like done right it can be capitalized on. And I love that Palm Springs is so close, Matt. I want to talk about more about your personal life. Because you come, yes, you've studied nightlife. Here it comes. You also come. Uh -oh. We do our research here on the rocks. There you go. Um, bodybuilding. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Is. You didn't get that tan in Palm that Springs, did you? <laughs> you have this whole bodybuilding. Because one of, one of the questions we actually got from our listeners is, um, are you able to work in the nightlife and not be seduced by it in terms of like drinking too much and, and, and whatnot? But this obviously shows that you're very structured. <laughs> this scares me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, I don't want to see that. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm a very uh, a regiment type person. Obviously. Um, and it, it really stems from that. It stems from going back to um, Wisconsin. 
um, living living on you know five. Is that acres. the home of cheese? Home of cheese. Cheese. Green I would be a fatty. Green Bay Packers. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I wouldn't rod. look like that if I had A-Rod. cheese around me. Uh, going back to that, uh, Wisconsin. You know, our house was heated by a wood burner. Water was heated what by was a wood his burner. Name? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it goes back to that work work ethic, and uh, I've I've applied it to literally every aspect that I've went through. Um, and continuing to infusion. And I've never really felt this sense of gratitude, even though there's been nothing accomplished for infusion yet because we haven't been opened. I've seen the construction. In fact, I'm going to visit <laughs> the construction so we can do a before and after. He's going to put a hard hat on. <laughs> he's going to like I heard that. he's going to pick you up. You better some, match I, my I, outfit. I heard he's going to pick up like some tools too. Hi. <laughs> Jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> Longer than a year. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Love> Steven. Uh, <laughs> Oh, was that? <laughs> <laughs> it's on you. <laughs> uh, one thing I want to talk about is, you know, all of us are so busy working at our brand. Tiffany, you are not only traveling to L.A., you're always you're doing networking. Uh, and Stephen, with your own studio networking, Matt, you're in a whole different city. Stephen, we know. Busy, busy, busy. <laughs> and yeah, I know. How do we deal with like our social life and our personal relationships? Because that's difficult. It gets in, it gets in the way. <laughs> it's in the way. Wow. It's a second job. I mean, uh, I go home. Honey, it um, should be a job. It should be happiness. I, I like doing it, honestly. I love it. I'm on my phone all the time. I was. I had horrible Wi-Fi out here. to, like, date, though, is, is what I'm saying. Is oh, it like, date? Uh, I don't have to date anymore. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> my, my relationship is pretty easy. He's, I mean, he's here right now. So he kind of joins Yay. joins in with me. But, um, I mean, because he has his own thing. He does his own thing during the day. I do my own thing. And then we meet up at the end of the day and tell each other how our days were. And make the rest <laughs> Feel bad. <laughs> I have like four cats and a pizza, and they're like, having a good time with Dana and Mickey. Ah. <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> More like like having a glass of wine and watching TV until I pass out at like 11 p.m. That's even <laughs> <sweeter>. <laughs> but like you guys, and especially coming to Palm Springs, like there's no straight people in Palm Springs. <laughs> That's true. Like, that how are you guys hard. dealing with with the entertainment? Entertainment, what do you mean? Bringing the entertainment in? Your life is entertainment. Yeah, my life is Do you date people that dating. appreciate that? Because I don't think you should ever date somebody that's in entertainment at the same level as you are. It's just not going to work. That's interesting. I do. I do, I do it all the time. I don't know. I feel like it's if it, you find the right person that's in that, it's a, sort of like a muse. I believe in muses. God, I'm like I'm like the deepest. I'm like getting so deep on this freaking show. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but no, honestly, I believe in uh, I believe in muses. I believe in um, you know your your counterpart to creativity. And I don't think that's I think that you know it's challenging. And I believe that you, you challenge yourself every day with things that you do. So um, I ultimately strive to find somebody that's capable of doing that. Uh, I think that's the harder part. Uh, not settling, just being like, oh, well, you know, I could, I could just do this and just be comfortable, but allowing yourself to, to, to find that person. Wow, that was deep. Steven Henson. That was deep. You should just deep. mute. You should just mute my mic. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take a look. You know, Coachella is one of the hottest things that happens in the desert. I don't understand Coachella. You'll never find me at Coachella. It's too dirty. It's too many people. Blech. Maybe stagecoach. <laughs> Do you guys feel that performers? <laughs> not even stagecoach. <laughs> God, no, I'll get beaten up by a girl. Um, <laughs> 
Do you guys feel performers at Coachella perform better at Coachella because they're like all raw and all this, or do they perform worse? I feel like it's it's hyped up so much. It's hyped up so much, so they have to live up to those expectations, and I don't know if they always do because it is hyped up so much. How do you think Lady Gaga did this year? Well, she was filming too, by the way. A lot of people said they did that she did amazing. I mean. That I've heard from, but yeah, well, I heard people are going through an experience. You know. <laughs> uh, hello, <laughs> experience in a pill. Has, has everybody been? <laughs> Have you guys been? I've never been. I've never okay. been. I mean, I, I want. I, I, want I, I literally would not go. I'm, I'm just. I, I, I'm I've honest never. I've never been it. interested. Why? In What's? No. Why won't? Why won't? What makes you not go? Because it's like dusty and there's people. It's sandy. <laughs> I wouldn't want to spend that much money in my own. Maybe if I was like 22. <laughs> I remember when my like my ex-wife was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to um, Burning Man." You know, that's why she's your ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to Burning Man. See ya. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> uh, no, so I went to Burning Man. I had this such an expectation about it because I was like, "Oh, it's this, it's that's commercialized." And then I learned like not to have that because I, I had the same idea of Coachella, and I went last year to both weekends, and it wasn't that dusty. And it wasn't that crazy. Guarante- I mean, I was in the VIP, the VIP portion of the section, which they had like the there separate, yeah, the go, separate yeah. area and the great food. But um, it's oh, you eat, oh yeah, and the high price <laughs> drinks. <laughs> What's your binge food? What's my binge food? Uh, in and out. Uh, yeah. oh, I love In and Out. I get, I get. Uh, two double doubles, and then I go Animal with a. Style? I get a uh, well done fry and a regular fry. So the w- regular I eat right away, and then the well done I eat when I get home. <laughs> I hear, I like it, com- it has a science. It's science. a science. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing is skinny people that eat junk food. <laughs> New segment on my show. <laughs> hey, it's, it's the yoga. Bikram. <laughs> yeah, the yoga. <laughs> to me, what you would do in yoga class is you're like, double dog. No. <laughs> that's, that's what you would do. <laughs> No, I'm not doing that right now. I don't feel it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, if you haven't experienced Coachella, I would definitely say try it because I. But I, isn't it a huge money maker? Not for I the mean, attendees. it's so expensive for like uh, people are selling their tickets for like 900 bucks. This is what you do. Oh, but it's what you do. Both weekends, I uh, waited till for Matt Rogers s- waited till Sunday, got the last minute ticket for 150. Really? But you well, live you in Palm Springs. We actually have a picture it's of you true. from Coachella. It You're is. by the Ferris wheel. There, there, there Beautiful. you go. Hey. Beautiful. Who's that girl with you? Gabriella. <laughs> Shout out to Gabriella. <laughs> so, uh, Let's I see mean, how long that lasts. Last year I went Major Laser. Totally kidding, Gabriella. Like She's going to cut me in my <laughs> sleep. I haven't heard that with Major Laser. Yeah, so I was like the first time I saw them live too. And uh, I think artists, they were really good. Um, I, I think there's a lot of great artists out there that, that play at Coachella. and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just and now the it's become more about great. the parties and yeah. the fashion. You know, now it's more about parties and fashion. You would know. Yeah, well, so and this segues perfectly. <laughs> so you were asked to do a lot of Coachella looks, and we're going to take a look at these. Um, you had to prepare these looks for Coachella, and so okay. So what's happening here? So oh, wow. To me, it looks like a Star Trek. It's six more uh, painted on here. You can use stencils, and it's a lot about spray on colors from Draco. stencils. Is the new thing with hair, right? Yeah, in extensions. Um, but to me, when you're like partying around, how do these stencils like hold they, up? Well, I mean, I actually get a lot of them from Michaels and craft stores, and I cut them up. Oh, um, so you bring your own stencils? I do. I buy a lot of it, you know. And then sometimes you can make some of your own stencils by just getting a sheet and like with a razor cutting it yourself or using tape. So you can make shapes and um, abstract art. A um, lot of makeup, a lot of uh, diamonds. Uh, these girls are from Ireland, actually, believe it or not. They contacted me on Facebook. 
um, and I had to uh, because you're very popular <laughs> in Palm Springs <laughs> to do the look it, all the way from Ireland. But yeah, it was hard to talk with him because uh, you know it cost money. They were drunk. Um, well, I didn't know that until they got back. But um, but they were actually really nice, and they wanted all this makeup. They left early. I told them it's really hot, and um, the, you know the latex may melt. Uh, but um, but they went out. They had happy. Uh, you know. Uh, I mean, like, that was one of the hair looks that I did. A lot but of mirror like, looks. There's, like, things in the hair. Yeah, that was glitter mixed with a different, like, pieces of confetti all cut up. Um, you put it in with, with a gel. It just comes out when you wash your hair. Um, What's the most odd request you've gotten? It's uh, my question, request? Stephen Hansen. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I told you to, I told you to mute Now me. he put his party <laughs> pants on. <laughs> I mean, you know, some people want their body painted. I mean, with glitter. I mean, you can bring it down your neck. That was like a dream catcher hair inspired look, um, you know, that we did out of hair and extensions. This girl's 12 years old right there. Her mom That's took crazy. her to Coachella Going for the to first Coachella. time. She's oh, wow. 12 at Coachella. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Because I'm like, she weird. Had, she actually has like over 300,000 followers. Is it weird? Like As a father, would you uh, not? Yeah, is is, girl? is, her, is so. her mom her manager? Yeah. Oh, Every Every influencer under 21 I've known, their mom is their manager, AK. Well, I'm not going to say that. But their mom is their manager. I mean, she's done New York Fashion Week. I mean, there's like a handful of girls that are, you know, really into the fashion Thing, um, out there and I do a lot of looks for them I did like a deer and ram look made them look like animals for Halloween every time and you guys you're not even seeing her uh, Hollywood Actual, yeah, yeah like Avatar and all that it's I do mean it's interesting but why I, do I girls mean, and like you guys are straight so why do girls even bother dressing up for Coachella is it gonna make for them other more girls. alluring it's for other girls no I have it, to outdo oh, it's, the, it's the, the new one. little affair it's, it's for the gram <laughs> is what it's for yeah, everything, everything's for the gram. Everything's for the gram, man. Totally. <laughs> Coachella's totally, totally going to use this footage as when, promotion. When they when they go into that salon, you know what they're thinking is like, what pictures can I take to put on my gram to get the most Oh, I thought life. you were talking about grams. <laughs> Oh, oh, wow. That's what I thought. I was not thinking Instagram. I'm like, oh. Teddy Grams? Are <laughs> 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 you Teddy Grams? Stupid me. Alexander's about to ask me to go out after this like, party. Now. <laughs> Does it look like I do, Graham? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when people, like, when I go to a Hollywood party and they're like, do you do coke? I just look I'm like, <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Everybody's no comment. Uh, uh. Um, Tiffany, why Palm Springs? You're so close to LA. Your look and your talent is so cutting edge. Why Palm Springs? Me? I mean, I I was born in Orange County, but I had moved out at a young age with my family, of course, because they built a house out there close to my nana. And um, I don't know, I've just been out there uh, my whole life. I've watched it grow. I, I remember driving in at five and from Monterey Street, it was like dirt all the way to El Paseo. But I mean, it's grown so much. I mean, I love it. It's getting bigger. I have a lot of my clientele down there and now I'm getting people from LA, San Diego. You're probably um, the only one over. in Palm Springs that's doing the, the, mm -hmm. what you're doing. I mean, I travel too. So I mean, if I can travel, I mean, I rent. So it, I, you know, if the means, you know, What's your favorite place that you travel? to um you know right now i like 
I don't know. Probably San Diego. I've done a couple weddings out there. Um, out here, I've done creative looks. But, you know, I want to take it, like, out of state. That's my next, like, goal. I almost have, like, Las Vegas booked. There's a couple swinger parties that go out there. Um, right now, I do a lot of those uh, for women. They dress up, like, you know, and uh, and I like that. I mean, I get 30 of them, and I have to hire What's one of, the, like, the top looks that you get? You're like, oh, make me look like this. Uh, oh, I mean, I... I want balayage. I want freehand painting. I want ombre. Um, there's two different looks. I mean, balayage is more natural looking and ombre is literally like dark to light. So you have to really find out what it is they actually want. Cause if you do it and they're like, well, you know, it doesn't look natural. You know, um, you have to really, you know, know what they want. That's why I always ask for a picture when they come in. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I mean, they just want shadow roots right now. I mean, the gray silver looks right now. I mean, why right is in. silver so popular? Like the, like, yeah, like, the, like the gray ombre. Like, like I'm ready to go there naturally. <laughs> why want, would I want to pay for that? I want ash. I want this. I'm yeah, like, ash oh is really God. popular right now. Yeah. But why is silver? Have you you guys have heard about this? I, I love girls with colored hair. So. No, but you would never do yourself. I love color like the hair. silver. <laughs> <laughs> we get it, Stephen. You like girls. <laughs> girls. 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 <laughs> girls. 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 <laughs> girls. 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 Yeah, I know. I mean, I have clients, they want their gray gone, but then they get mad because they're like, why does that girl want silver when I'm trying to take it away? But they don't understand. It's like fashion shades. And I mean, everybody yeah. kind of follows it, right? So yeah. there's like someone gets gray and that's popular on social media. Then they all follow and go get gray, right? Exactly. I mean, what's next? So Somebody will do something else. I know. <laughs> just got to make it up, you know, and, and everybody goes along with it. So there's this one color now that they're doing where it like changes based on being in, like the like the light that's around. And your hair actually changes color. Oh, like a like mood kind, setting yeah, kind of like yeah, 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 cold, yeah. dark, hot, mm -hmm. light. Yeah. Or if like the heat, like the hotter temp, like the temperature changes, the hair color changes. Maybe it's just because it's hot, it's fading, or you're getting in the pool. <laughs> <it's fading. laughs> no, like I saw a video of someone putting a blow dryer up to the hair and it like changed it's color. It's because the heat. I mean, if you have those fashion shades and you stick a uh, like a flat iron right in the middle of your hair, you're gonna take all that color out mm. and it won't come back. I'm just happy I hair, have right? hair. Everybody's talking about like what to do with it. I'm happy that this is mine. <laughs> This sure is I not. Put in there. <laughs> uh, that makes you back, Stephen Daly. People want to know what you do when you wake up in the morning. Like, what do you do with your hair? Um, Can we flash back to one of his pictures? I woke up like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it's, it's weird because like you do this whole thing. I mean, it's taken many. I mean, I used to have a shaved head, like a buzz head, most most of my life. I, no. I, I just, yeah, buzz, yeah, I did. <laughs> and it's, it's oh taken, god, he was so hideous. No. Nobody ever looked. <laughs> oh my god. Um, it took me a few years. My stylist has like trained me, but I don't know. I just, I just, I have a product that I put Is in. Is it my half hair. hour? Is it? I mean, I literally. They took me like. like we got ready in about like 50, we 10, 15 minutes before we got here because thanks we, for putting that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we were. It's it's one of those things. We had just like we went to the gym, whatever. But it's a joke. Sweetie. Anyway, so anyway, so no, my my hairstylist taught me a few a few little tricks, and so I've learned that over the years. I mean, honestly, it's like it's like an eighty percent chance my hair will come out the way I want it to, but but like like what do you do? Do you use a blow dryer? I do. Yeah, I use yeah. I just use a blow dryer. I don't use a straightener. I use a blow dryer. I put a pro, uh, like a cream product in my hair when it's wet. Dry that out when I'm using the blow dryer. Use some palm hairspray and then I'm done. He's trained. That sounds very simple. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I look up a recipe, like if I want to impress somebody and make a recipe, if it has more than four things, I'm like, I just lose. Like, like, you need these ingredients. No, <laughs> I just need salt, pepper, and a little hope. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the hope part. The hope part gets me through it. Yes. <laughs> All right. So this is going to be our end question for the show. 
we all have had to network and shake hands. And as a film financer, Stephen, I can't imagine how many boring dinners you've had. I need you to tell me the most embarrassing networking meeting experience. And I'm going to start so you guys can think about this. Mine, <clears throat> thinking, oh, you know, my show is doing so well, whatever. Um, and there was a, st I love. Maybe what was the question? Most <laughs> embarrassing networking. media Networking meeting networking experience. Networking experience, yeah. yeah. So, so this is mine. So I was at, uh, somebody was talking about my radio show and I was so, but I will not let a vodka drink just sit there. And it had this long straw. So oh, I was no. like, they're talking, I'm going to lean over. It went into my nose. <laughs> and then I thought, don't acknowledge it, just <laughs> pull back. And then the straw stayed in my nose. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm and then I thought it was <laughs> so funny that I snorted <laughs> up my nose and then I was snorting and the other people had no idea what was happening and I probably lost a good contract. <laughs> oh, that was my thing. Oh, but, my and vodka actually went up my nose. Oh, it my burns. God. Ooh, that doesn't sound fun. So we can start. Who who wants to go first? I, I'm still thinking about mine. I don't know. I mean... I would say um, before I started understanding live feeds on uh, Facebook. That's you, also a big thing. When though. you start live feeding, if you start it horizontal or vertically, that's the way you got to keep it the whole time. And I did not know that for I don't know how many episodes that I started. So I'd start it this way and then I'd move it this way and then I'd go this and then, it, you know, and everybody's like, turn the camera around. And I didn't see it until after. Well, they want to um, see your chest. So, <laughs> you know, most of the time. Um, yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, that was kind of embarrassing because I didn't catch that and didn't read the comments right away so I love that you're most embarrassing <laughs> Tiffany where can our listeners find you see you everything uh, Facebook Tiffany Welch Cordero or beauty by Tiffany Welch um, uh, Instagram underscore beauty underscore by underscore Tiffany um, Twitter also T uh, beauty by T Welch um, basically Instagram Facebook is the top ones so Amazing. Well, I think I think I think I figured mine out. Oh, okay. Stephen Taylor figured it out. <laughs> I love the fact that you have an embarrassing moment in your life because. <laughs> well, okay. So this, like, this was like um, <laughs> Professor Snape over here. Someday, so, <laughs> Potter, you're gonna. <laughs> well, well, one time we were filming a live commercial for Ellen DeGeneres's show. Oh, I forgot to mention you were yes. Yeah, and so um, so we did the whole rehearsal, and she told us like at, at at the end of the commercial, at one point the girl is gonna be on a couch, and there's three of three guys, and and she said like I'm in the middle, and she said so. I'm to say, you know, oh, she could use a, like a massage right now. And so I'm supposed to go down and massage her. And I'm like, yeah, that's easy. It's perfect. So the cue is that Ellen's going to say that. But I didn't realize that being live, you can't really hear anything when you're like doing the, the segment. So we're doing this segment and we're just kind of standing there. And you can see on the video, Ellen's like in front talking and we're in the back, like standing with the girl in front, in front of the couch. And she, Ellen's like, oh, she could use a massage right now. And we're all just kind of like standing there, like feeding her, like whatever the ice cream that we had. And she's like, I mean, she could really use a massage right now. Can someone give her a massage right now? And then I was and like, you I, doing uh, it. no, we weren't doing anything. And I feel like I was like, okay, this is taking too long. And then I started just doing it. And then you can see it. And they're all it. like clapping. Yeah. And you can see it on video where she just is like, uh, when is this guy going to freaking listen to me right now? And I know it's, that was like, I knew at the end of that, I was like, I totally screwed that one up. <laughs> Again, I love that your memory has a major. <laughs> mine's like kind of networking with us mine's with Helen <laughs> boom you beat us <laughs> Matt Rogers uh, and you've been around the world or, or it could be like the funniest nightlife experience well I think it, it kind of goes hand in hand um, 
San Francisco. That's not a rocking chair. Uh, How you made it into a rocking chair? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm so cool. I'm rocking in this chair that's not made for rocking. It's that torso. People are getting, people are, <laughs> go back off the people are getting vertigo who are watching right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, my crew after the yeah. Uh, San Francisco, uh, you're out of college, uh, out with boss and um, his coworkers, and uh, got a little too drunk. Uh, no, <laughs> had to take it to the bathroom, uh, and then back to the hotel room. No chance for goodbyes. Uh, Did you just bow out? Didn't bow say out. Ghosted. I, I, I like, knew. Where'd you go? You're like, I met this girl. <laughs> that means something different though in my community. <laughs> I know we always to the bathroom to the hotel room. I'm like, oh, you nailed it. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it coming. I saw it coming from about 20 minutes out. Yes, I, I saw like, that too. Like, <laughs> eh, one too many. In a trailer, uh, I was like, God. <laughs> Uh, okay. Tried the deep breaths, hold it in. These other embarrassing stories. Why did <laughs> I, I start go. with mine? <laughs> <laughs> Steven Hansen, and you've been on so many sets, and you worked for a bank, like like everything. <laughs> you worked for a bank. I actually didn't work for a bank. I was a financing investment banking major. So I, I, I didn't <laughs> want to get down. <laughs> no bank for me. You're one of the uh, happiest people we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am. A, I am a happy person, though. Seriously, oh, uh, at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> and my my, uh, my embarrassing moment doesn't really come from a, a networking standpoint or a financing standpoint. It actually, comes from I I did a. Um, so I used to do a little bit of acting. I don't know if you did your research on that. Oh, I did. Did you Did you want me to bring it up? You can go ahead <laughs> if you want. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't mind. Uh -oh. Wait, no, 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 time out. Depends on what it is. <laughs> Give me the first letter of the show, and then we'll talk about that. Uh, oh, Pit in the Pendulum? Dave Dakota? Tim, uh, Tom Sandoval from yeah. Vanderbilt Rules. Was I know Tom. Tom was a good friend of mine. Oh, I, yeah, you saw Tom a lot on this film. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Tom's a cool guy. Um, I did a couple movies. Uh, I did a little episode of Nine Hundred Two and O, and then I did some commercial spots. And I didn't love it. I didn't love it at the time, but it was it was fun. I was exploring. Um, but I did this commercial. I booked a national commercial. I was the uh, Taco Bell Doritos Locos Tacos guy. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I did like four nationals. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I and, love uh, Taco Bell. Well, that paid for your car, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I um, I was on set, and we were, had to eat a bunch of tacos, and I was lactose intolerant at the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the time, he's a ball. He's a ball, y'all. That's all those oh, damn tacos. <laughs> but as, as Matt can tell you, I'm, I'm now full on allergic, so I can't even touch dairy. On the um, floor. On the floor. <laughs> yeah, on the floor, like convulsing. I have um, here, though, dated a lot of cows uh, from Vegas nights. <laughs> That's what I have. Uh, Is that a bad joke? That was a really bad joke. Okay. Anyway, go on. I, I, I got that. I got that one at least. I got it. Um, wow, so uh, wow. I was. Uh, I was like, I had to eat a bunch of this. You know, and on set they ask you, "Are you allergic to dairy?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm good." So I'm like, eating <laughs> all these I chips. It's got like sour not. cream, like oh all this like God. chips and like. Uh, the take they used, you could see my like agony, but they used it because it was like, mmm, like it was like one of those like things spicy. where like, the chip Ooh. got stuck in my throat, and I was like, oh yeah, and like it was that one second cut where it, like looked like I was having a great time, and then so about I don't know, fifty takes in, and like two spit buckets full. How many tacos did you have? It to was a ton. 
I wouldn't just eat because they do like they, <laughs> they have like an onset artist making these tacos, so they're like making them, giving them. So you have like these perfect tacos, and like okay, bite it this way, no, bite it this way, no, bite it that That's way. Crazy. And there's to all me. these angles, right? I like Taco Bell. Because yeah, me too. <laughs> no, I like no. It better yeah. than Del Taco. No, no. What's it like eating a perfect taco from Taco Bell? I know. That was great. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know. So Ask here's Del Taco. So the thing no, is, is that they have to make it perfect. They have these little toothpicks in them too, so you can only bite it to a certain point. Because you bite too much, you bite into the toothpick. Oh god. I would have broken my tooth. Yeah. So so I was like take 60 and my stomach was like rumble in the Bronx it was <laughs> it was like there was a fight it was the war of the worlds things were <laughs> happening and like gargling and like I'm <laughs> like holding it in and then like you know and then you just looked racist <laughs> oh my gosh I, I'm not gonna eat these Mexican food products <laughs> just racist so finally go cut and uh instead of like Chiming in with the congratulations of the martini shot, I, I bolt beeline to the the uh, men's restroom. <laughs> so that's that was my. Do you like how we finished the story with this love was? Because <laughs> it was deep. <laughs> 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 we'll find out how much deep on next week's episode yes. of On the Rocks. No. <laughs> awesome, you guys. This has been such a fun show. You know, we shoot this shit is what we do. Kurt, this is the straightest show ever. Yeah, it was pretty. Sure. Do you have another pun just just to end the night? Because he always had honestly, he's met Academy Award winners. When I bring them, I'm like, Kurt, don't do it, do it. He's like, Hey, have you? And he does it. Uh, did I tell you the the used tampon one? No, Kurt, uh, this is a family did. show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I could tell you that again. But <laughs> I have used tampons for sale. No strings attached. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said that one last week. Yeah, I'm so gay. I don't even know oh, what that means. I, I, I have um, some some uh, dead batteries for sale, f- free of charge. <laughs> All right, there we go. On the Rocks Radio Show. Please find us uh, on social media. Please share us, especially after that. On the Rocks Radio Show. On the Rocks on Air. Thank you to Infusion Beach Club. The hottest. You take a trip. You're going to take a trip to Infusion Beach Club because we're all going to be there acting like fools like tonight acting at the pool. Like there the we pool. go. <laughs> Thank you to our listeners across the nation. Send us an email at info at ontherocksradioshow.com. See you next Tuesday. Sasa. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander. Every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On The Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On The Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>